What's going on, everyone? This is Terrence from Nightwell. I'm here with uh, Sonic Perspectives. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another interview of Sonic Perspectives. I'm Rodrigo Altaf, and today I'll be talking to Terrence Petit, the drummer of Nightwell. Terence, how's it going, man? Very good, my friend. How are you doing? I'm good, good. Where exactly are you located? Uh, I'm just outside of uh, Toronto, Ontario. Oh, okay. I'm here almost downtown Toronto. I'm in St. Oh, Clair yeah? West. So, yeah, okay. we're, we're nearby. <laughs> How are you dealing with this uh, social isolation thing? You're coping well or...? Uh, you know, it's got its ups and downs. Um, I'm sick, but it's not, it's not COVID-related, but I'm still trying to keep inside and keep self-isolated so it's it's doing its thing but uh it definitely hurts the music industry that's for sure oh yeah lots of shows canceled and re oh, yeah. releases postponed and everything but we had a, a couple um tours lined up we had to reschedule um they're still gonna happen it's just gonna be a little farther down the road um it is yeah and you have a new album soon to be released with seven new tracks tell us about the composition and recording of this album yeah of course so uh it actually started back in like 2015 um me and cole the guitarist uh we would get together we played for different bands at the time and it was just kind of like a small project that we did on the side um over the couple years um we toyed around with some songs one of the songs uh runaway was actually one of the first songs that we wrote back in 2015 i was at a bunch of reworking and everything but uh, uh it came together over time um in 2017 We actually started getting together and doing stuff. We met up with uh, Kyle and we started putting together the full record. And then uh, in probably mid-2018, early 2018, we got together with Jason. He joined. We banged Drive Out, uh, released that in early 2019. Um, had a couple uh, sidetracks, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just started releasing early this year. And now I got the record out and it's going like, very well, which is incredible. I'm very happy with it. Oh yeah, glad to hear that. And it's it's a very short, very direct kind of album with just under half an hour of music. Yeah. Was was it your intention to release only seven songs? I mean, did you avoid having like 12, 13 songs on the same album or Well, originally it was just supposed to be an EP. Like okay. we weren't planning on on doing anything. We were only going to do five or six songs and then uh we just had a couple extra songs that we ended up really liking. Um we sat down with uh Sam Guyana uh and he uh produced confident and medicate for us those were two songs that we wrote uh, way later so we uh, decided to throw those on and then uh, jason had uh, like kind of an acoustic idea in his mind that he really wanted to do and we all liked the idea as well which is where uh, tauntaun came out from but on there too <laughs> just turned into like in between a full length and ep i think it's it's a format that will be a lot more prominent in the future i mean it's halfway between the ep and the cd because it's it's a way for bands to get the record out and get songs out and go on tour without having to commit to a full length right or just an isolated track we'll definitely end up doing a full length in, in the future but I, i i like the like seven eight song things they're they're really cool And what are some of the influences of the band and yours as a drummer? Oh, well, I got a long journey. Uh, <laughs> I started when I was like a little kid in, in elementary school. Um, my parents were into more of the hard rock stuff like Nickelback and Three Days Grace. So I got into like Avenged Sevenfold, Atreyu and Slipknot and stuff. As I grew up and went to high school, I moved to more like the metalcore scene, which was like We Came as Romans for the Fallen Dreams, Cycle Bronc Queen, that kind of stuff. Um A little later on, turned into like hardcore, San Diego Comeback Kid, those kind of bands. And then kind of like the, uh, I joined a band called Safe to Say at that point in time, um, which was more of like, um, I don't even know what the genre is, 
pop punky, but not really like along the lines of like Citizen and Sea Haven. Um, and then, yeah, we turned into like just time goes on, uh, still listen to the same kind of influences, but got into more like hip hop and dance music and then slow time, Rockhampton fit for an autopsy, still one of my favorite bands. Um, but, uh, as, as for the rest of the guys, I know, uh, Cole is pretty much more or less the same as me. Same with Kyle. Jason had a little bit more of a just straight metalcore upbringing. Like he loves like I, the mighty and stuff like that. Um, and you can definitely hear that in, in some of his vocal cadences and stuff, which is, which oh, is yeah. really because they're, their singers incredible. Definitely. I can definitely hear that. And uh, I like that your sound is, is pop music. It's accessible, but there's also a lot of guitar on many of the songs, which is something kind of rare these days, right? Yeah, we, we try and keep it a little interesting. Instead of going like the standard four chord uh, progressions, we try and use like jazz chords and stuff like that. A lot of bass leads like can drive the whole lead of the chorus is just bass. Um, but uh, yeah, it keeps it fun. Oh, yeah. And I really like the cover design, which is like very minimalistic approach. Who's the artist behind it? Uh, thank you very much. We actually, um, um, we hired um someone to do the logo for us we um we sat down and went through a few ideas and and ran through a bunch of stuff it took a couple of weeks to figure out something even as simple as it is just like figuring out something super uh simple but easy and then um cole our guitarist he actually threw it together on uh, uh, photoshop he does all of our graphic design and stuff so we just did something nice and simple kind of try and like establish the brand keep it minimalist and go from there Oh, okay. And one of the songs that caught my attention is the emotional ball in a box for which you guys did a lyric video. What yes. is that song about exactly? So that one is um, very, very close to Jason. Um, his father passed away um, when before he was born. Um, so that, that story is uh, kind of just about Jason growing up um, without his dad and um, basically the experiences that he had to go through in life. Tell me about Confident, the opening track of the album. Yeah, um, Confident's more kind of um, instrumentally in the direction that uh, I think we'll be heading towards for our next release. Um, it's very upbeat, very fun, fast, heavy, kind of like hits you right in the gut, which uh, we're all very happy with. Um, I think more I can speak for everyone when I say that that's probably all of our favorite song. Um, okay. Lyrically, it kind of talks about uh, where Jason's at now in his life. The whole record... Um, It's kind of like from early in his life to now, but it's flipped in reverse. So like the first song is now and then Ball in a Box, the last song on the record is more of like his youth. But yeah, so that, that song just talks about where uh, where Jason's at now and, and the, the stuff he's dealing with. There's a connection between Runaway uh, and another song called Drive on the same album, right? Yeah. What's, what's the connection there? So that song is about a... Um, relationship that you can tell is like fizzling out and it's dying but you're, you're still trying to hold on like you guys are arguing all the time but you know it's at an end um which is what drive focuses on is like the end of the relationship trying to figure out what the next move is how to hold on how to forget stuff how to basically move on and grow and then run away is the conclusion to that where it's like some time has passed um your partner's moved on you're still holding on um, and dealing with trying to let go and move, move past and get yourself to move on as well. And it's just the, the trials that come along with that. And you mentioned the name of the producer. I didn't quite catch the name, uh, his name. Uh, was there a lot of interaction between you guys and him? I mean, did he change a lot of the songs? Uh, the end result was different from what you presented first? or For Confident and Medicaid, um, we had a bunch of riff ideas that we wanted to do. Those two songs we wrote very differently than the rest of the record. Um, we sat down with Sam and basically wrote the songs together with him, um, with the riff ideas in mind that we had already 
um, put together. But structure-wise, we just kind of pieced it together as a unit with uh, with Sam. Um, for the, the other songs, we um, had Kyle, uh, who plays other guitar. He is the producer for those songs, as well as we worked with um, Paul Mark Russo from Silverstein for um, some vocals and, and some of the music stuff as well. And uh, do you guys have sort of like a plan to bring this band from having only a local reach to making it big in other markets or reaching different regions? Honestly, man, we're kind of just fingers crossed. We're, we're working with good people. We're just trying to like um, put out good music and hopefully people enjoy it, play some shows. Obviously, it's a little difficult right now with uh, coronavirus going on, but we're doing um, in place of our album release show on april 10th we're actually going to be doing an online live stream um playing our album front to back we all kind of like recorded ourselves in in our own space um and then sent it off and and kyle's a a music engineer so he um put all the the product together cole's doing all the video work so he's he's connecting them i think we're going to be doing it as a, a youtube premiere if i'm not mistaken you're a fairly young band but have you guys given any thought on how to like preserve the band as a unit or and having the longevity of bands like you two foo fighters for example or even nickelback <laughs> <laughs> it would be a miracle to get to uh to the level that those guys are at um it, it would be awesome it's definitely a goal of ours um uh, we're, we're i think we're just gonna put out music try and do the best that we can and uh i know we're trying to hit other continents but uh we gotta settle the the home base turf first so once uh corona cools down a little bit we'll definitely be hitting the road hard i guess that's what it takes these days right touring relentlessly mm -hmm. right yeah yeah and funny you should say that uh about the plans because for younger bands of like the 80s for example they almost follow like a script of self-destruction bands like van halen molly crew it's like a sea of drug abuse but i guess nowadays it's one of the things that the new generation has learned from that one is just like self-preserve and and care about the music and the the business side of things right mm -hmm. like we we drink and and whatnot but like we're not we're not anything crazy but a lot of us come from like uh, more hardcore related backgrounds so like we we've had a lot of uh influences and surroundings with like the straight edge scene and stuff like that um i didn't end up uh, drinking for a long time i used to play for a couple straight edge bands and um I've, i've had a lot of touring experiences with um people that don't smoke or drink or anything like that so it's it's not like yeah i, I agree there's there's one thing that a lot of bands do um that kind of sucks is they get too caught up in like the the partying side and it, it happens so tell me where can the fans check out this podcast that you're planning for? um so it's looking like we're going to be doing it on youtube um, okay We will have a link to um, the stream on all of our social media. We'll probably have it on our Instagram bio, post it on Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. You can find us on any of them at uh, Nightwell CA. So we'll uh, we'll keep everyone updated as uh, as we move forward with that. Okay, so those are the usual channels also to check out uh, next steps, new updates, and new releases and so on, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. We have a, a website that we're working on. Um, it will be it'll be out shortly. Uh, aside from that, we have uh, the Facebook, Twitter. Um, Instagram, our YouTube channel. It's all Nightwell CA. Okay. And where exactly do you guys play when you're here in Toronto, for example? We do a lot of Sneaky D's. Uh, a couple times we've done Harlock Bar. We've played some uh, outskirts cities like Oakville, London, um, Hamilton. Uh, we just did the first Emo Night North at uh, Doors Pop in Hamilton, which was incredible. It was uh, a lot of fun. All right. I've, I've never been to a show on Sneaky D's. I went there for a meal and a beer once, but never to see a show, man. I hope oh. I catch you guys next time. Definitely.
definitely should. You definitely should. It's it's a blast. It's like it's kind of like a staple at this point. Like it's it's one of the ones you have to go to. I'm a newcomer to Toronto. I've been here for three years now, and I've seen most of the of the places here where shows happen, but not to sneaky <laughs> these yet. But I'll correct that mistake as soon as possible. Well, hey, hopefully right. we see it sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Terence, thank you so much. Uh, stay safe out there. All the best, and I promise I'll catch up with you guys on a live show as soon as possible. Rodrigo, thank you so much for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks, man. Take care. Okay, everyone, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this interview with Terrence from Nightwell. You can listen to it also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. Also, please follow us on Twitter and Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're going to finish now with the song Confident from Nightwell's self-titled album. You're